Well, hello again and welcome in wherever you are today and wherever you're listening from. I'm so happy to have you over to feast upon God's word together. Get your plate ready today and take a seat. It's the 44, which is Matthew 4, 4. Man cannot live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Let's eat. I'm your host, Jed Yancey, from the Central Church of Christ in Ocala, Florida. And what we're going to talk about today, as I'm sure you could tell from the title if you saw it, in this episode are lions. And I I just remember back in the day of watching TV old school style and the boxes that sat on the ground. And, And one of the coolest things on TV when I was little was the Discovery Channel. Besides watching some old school Nickelodeon or the Braves on TBS, this was one of my favorites. It was always pretty cool seeing animals that we didn't have nearby. And there was one animal in particular that the Discovery Channel back then really hung their hat on, much like they do with sharks today in Shark Week. But back then it was lions. And what you saw were these scenes where one or maybe a few, uh, a pack of lions would stalk and creep up on a gazelle or a wildebeest. And watching, you you would see how they would get closer and closer and closer until, bang, they are full tilt ahead, full speed ahead for a meal. And this was such entertaining TV that me and my brother, Bo, would actually play games called Lion and Wildebeest. And and one of us would chase the other and we would fight. And I'm sure those of you with kids know how that one turned out. Uh, One of us would cry and and the other would say, I didn't do anything wrong. But anyways, now that we live in the land of YouTube and instant clicks on videos or search what you want and when you want... I dare you to check out some of the most intense animal encounters, and and there's some crazy stuff on there with bears and sharks and killer whales and alligators, and of course, you guessed it, lions. Now, honestly, I'll bet some of you listening have had some close encounters with animals. I have them often with my least favorite animal, that I'll talk about in a second, but I doubt any of you have had one with a real lion. And actually, I'd say if you have, then please share that story with me. But you know, I got to thinking of some encounters I've had with wildlife, like alligators. I had a pretty close call one time when I was fishing. I was in college in Lake Wales and and stepped into fish in a little spot, and and lo and behold, there was an alligator next to me. Uh, I had one with a stingray one time. Me and my brother Bo were scalloping, and and we both went down, and and there was this huge stingray right below us. Birds. I mean, I've got to be honest. Birds are kind of crazy sometimes. I think everybody's had an encounter with a bird. And then, of course, every single day living in Florida, I have one with lizards, which by the way, if you don't know this already, I hate lizards. So uh, I'm just so happy to have them welcome me home every day from work. And that's my encounter with animals. But anyways, although I've never actually encountered a real life lion, scripturally, I do battle with a lion every single day, every hour, every minute, every second. And it's with a prowling lion, Mentioned in 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 8. 
And what's written there is for us to stay alert and watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. What a visual for us about the way Satan comes after us. And it's pretty scary, honestly. And yet, if you're anything like me, you know that he couldn't be described any other way than this in regards to the way that he comes after us. Just like the lion and the wildebeest. He's hungry. He's looking for one to devour. He prowls. He gets closer and closer and closer until just at the right time, it's bang, full tilt ahead, not just for a meal, but for me, all of me. And so what does that look like? Well, hey, Jed, you know, your wife sure doesn't treat you very good. Hey, Jed, it's okay to be selfish. Hey, Jed, it's it's okay to click on this or look at that. Do you see how he just prowls around and gets closer and closer and closer? It's scary stuff. Now, again, although I've never been attacked by a real lion, there's someone in Scripture who was. In, in Judges chapter 14, we read about this man named Samson who was going down to see this girl that he liked. And in verse 5, it reads that a young lion suddenly attacked Samson. He didn't see it coming from afar. There was no roar that happened prior to the attack that we read about. This young lion did to Samson what lions are best at. He prowled around. He got closer and closer, and Scripture says he suddenly attacked. And it was at that moment that we read the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon Samson, and he ripped the lion's jaws apart with his bare hands. Scripture says he did it easily, as if it were a young goat. That's that's just incredible, isn't it? And yet every time I, I feel like if, if that was me, I would, I would tell everyone about what I had just done. But Samson doesn't. He doesn't do that. We read in verse 6, it says he didn't tell his father or mother about it. He doesn't boast about it. doesn't tell the world of this incredible thing that just happened. He just did it. Now, I want to stop here because honestly... Although this is a crazy story and something I'd like to see on YouTube or the Discovery Channel, a man fighting a lion, it's also a really good 44 for us in regards to the way we should handle Satan. You see, I think all too often we get the side of scripture that says, resist the devil and he will flee from you, James 4, 7, or run or flee, get away, 2 Timothy reads. But But honestly, sometimes what's required of us is to face the lion head on, to grab him up and kill the temptation and the sin that's prowling upon us. And and just like Samson, don't go run and tell those closest to you. Don't go tell your father or your mother. Don't boast in what you've done. Just do it. Face the lion head on. Grab it, whatever it is for you, and kill it dead. So let me ask you, does the lion start to prowl and get closer and closer when you open up your phone or when you turn on your computer? Kill it. Defeat the lion right then and right there by saying a quick prayer in those moments of weakness. Going back to last week, edit your life in that moment. 
Does the line start to prowl and get closer and closer when you're at work or you're out and about in the form of a coworker or someone you haven't seen in a long time? Don't run. Well, maybe run, but but first kill that relationship and the idea of that relationship before it kills you. You see, we, we don't have time to touch on all the forms of temptation, but the first part of your 44 today would be to grab the lion by the jaws, face that temptation that suddenly attacks head on with, as we read, the spirit of the Lord. It, you may not feel like you can do it alone, so don't. Let his power be what helps you through. But that's not the end of Samson's lion story, and it shouldn't be for us. Judges 14 goes on to say that later, Samson returned to the place where he killed the lion, and he found that a swarm of bees had made some honey in the carcass of the lion. So, I mean, obviously, Samson just kept on going on his way, right? Well, that's wrong. Verse 9 says that he went to the carcass, and he scooped some of the honey in his hands And he ate it along the way. And he also gave some to his father and mother and they ate it. You see, facing and killing the lion is not just what we should do. But like Samson, we should recognize that coming back to taste the sweetness of victory is just as much what's needed. Again, not that we should boast in these victories or parade about over these wins over Satan, but at the same time, it's a good thing to taste the sweetness of victory and overcoming temptation. You see, there's something sweet about going back to taste how someone overcame addiction. I just ate lunch the other day with a dear friend of mine who was smiling from ear to ear and eating the honey from the carcass that was her life as an alcoholic, and she's now three years sober. Not only is she enjoying the sweetness of honey that's come from killing that lion, but just as Samson shared the honey with his parents, she's made a career of sharing that honey and that sweetness with others that are locked away in our prison system. That's an amazing story. There's something sweet about going back to taste how I didn't let that person get the best of me. There's something sweet about going back to taste what it was like to open my computer and not click that link. There's something sweet about overcoming and killing the lion. Listen, we've all got that thing or things that we would consider to be our line. And I want to challenge you this week. Make the commitment to face it head on. Pray for the power to overcome. And when you do, reach in and taste how sweet it is to have fought and to won. As always, I want to thank you guys so much for listening. I I hope that you're putting these things on the forefront of your mind and working each week to add as many things you can to your weaponry to fight the fight that we go through every day with Satan. Listen, as much as you think you can't win sometimes, I want to tell you that you can. Does he get the best of us sometimes? Absolutely. That's all of us. But get back up on your feet. Be tough about it and get back in the fight that we're fighting every day. Between now and next week, I will be working on a special episode with a very special someone. So you can expect next week's episode to be a little longer. 
probably a lot more real and also give you a chance to know the better side of me. Hint, hint. Until then, if I can help you in any way, study with you, answer questions, whatever it is, shoot me an email at jedyancy at gmail.com or find me on Facebook. Whatever you need and however you need it, I'm here. But regardless whether it's me or not, I beg you to find ways to feast on the words that proceed from the mouth of God. Thank you again for listening. Now let's eat. We tread the road, the saints above, with shouts of triumph trod. By faith they like a whirlwind's breast swept on o'er every field. The faith by which they conquered death is still our shining shield. Faith is the victory. Faith is the victory. Oh, glorious victory that overcomes the world. On every hand the foe we find drawn up in dread array. The tents of ease be left behind and onward to the fray. Salvation's helmet on each hand with truth all gird about. The earth shall tremble neath our tread. shall begin before the angels he shall know his name confessed in heaven then onward from the hills of light our hearts with love aflame will vanquish all the hosts of night in Jesus conquering name faith is the victory faith is the victory oh glory Victor